Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Well, earlier today, San Bernardino County officials held a news conference to talk about the plight of people living in the San Bernardino mountain communities because of all the snow that's fallen in the past week. And, of course, another fresh round last night. We're talking about people in Lake Arrowhead, Crestline, Running Springs communities uh, running into problems because they're stranded in their homes. There's so much snow, some can't even get out the front door. Lake Arrowhead's received two and a half feet of snow in the last 48 hours, and the surrounding area has seen over six feet of snow in the last week. Yeah, some places have nine feet of snow that wow. have piled up since the beginning. We are going to talk now with Tim Donnelly, who lives in Twin Peaks, which is just down the road from Lake Arrowhead. Uh, Tim, you may remember some years ago, frequently on our show, he was a state assemblyman. He ran for governor, and uh, he has spent uh, a lot of time living up in the mountains. And uh, he's going to tell us about his experience here. Tim, you there? Hey, John. It's great to talk to you guys. Yeah, great to hear from you. Well, what, what's your personal situation right now? <laughs> so I'm standing in my office, and I can't see out of my front window at all. Like, there's 10 feet of snow piled up. The other window I can see out a little bit because it's it's on the side of the house where the wind didn't blow the snow up against the window, but uh, we've we've had about between seven and nine feet here in Twin Peaks alone. Are you frustrated by the response? Um, you know, I, I didn't even know there was a response till I actually was on uh, Instagram and I saw uh, one of your reporters put up a piece. We we don't really have any gov- any organized government here, which I like. But right now uh, is desperately needed. Um, so there isn't a uniform news outlet that we can go to to get information. That's a big problem. Um, 
and yeah, there, my road didn't get plowed at all until about an hour ago. Well, who would be your and, government? San Bernardino County Supervisor? Would that be it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're unincorporated uh, San Bernardino County. And look, the guys out there in the plows, they're they're going crazy. They're they're doing everything they can. I've seen them working. Uh, there's other guys that have literally gotten so frustrated they walked away from their plows because they just couldn't handle the stress anymore. There's right. no place to put snow. Yeah, I, I, know, I think it's clear that San Bernardino is running at 100% capacity. So this is something for the state to step in and help. Yes, yes. And, and, and declaring the state of emergency was a great idea by the County Board of Supervisors. But what they got to follow it up with is the only way that you remove this kind of snow is those those convoys that you saw on your newscast coming up here with the, the food and the gas and all that, uh, you know, escorted by CHP. That needs to be front-end loaders and those huge double dump trucks that are pulled by a semi where they just clear out an entire parking lot and they start loading up snow and taking it off the mountain. Because there, you, you literally have drifts that are 15 to 20 feet high on the sides of roads. And now, some people just say that that's life up there, but you haven't seen it like this. Have you never I've lived here 30 years and other people who lived here uh, on Tuesday said they hadn't seen it this way in 43 years. Once we got to nine feet, I don't think we've ever seen anything like this, maybe back a hundred years ago, but this, this is an extreme situation. Let me give you an example. I've dug myself out every day. It takes three to four hours every day, and I can drive in this stuff. I have a, a big FJ Cruiser. It's lifted. It's got big tires, snow tires. I can't drive in what's out there right now because when the road is not plowed and you have two feet of snow, then your tires, if you stop and your momentum stops, you're stuck. Yeah. And a lot of the roads up here are one-way roads. So you've got a car coming at you head on, and somebody's going to go in the ditch if there is a ditch. But there isn't even a ditch anymore. Um, so uh, is there any way to help? There's got to be a lot of elderly up there. I, if you look at Twitter, there's reports of people you know, running out of medication, running out of food, absolutely immobilized inside their homes for the reasons that you described. What, what to do? I mean, what, what can the government well, do? Let me speak as Tim Q citizen, okay, because I used to be in the government for a minute. I'm back in the private sector. Look, there are a lot of people, individuals who are helping other individuals. I can give you an example at the grocery store. They're, they're staying open at the Stater Brothers up here because Stater Brothers is putting those people up at a hotel because they can't get home to their families. So we have a food supply, but the problem is, how do you get the food from the grocery store out to the people who are, are snowed in? Where literally, even if they dig out their driveway, there's no street. So those are the people that need help. How you do that, you, you really have to start, I think, with organizing the roads and, and setting up those red lights you know, that you have with a one-lane bridge when they're doing construction so that you know if somebody's coming straight at you. There's a red light. Then you get a green light. You go through. If if we could get traffic in some semblance of order, then people could do the things that they need to do to help themselves and help their neighbors. 
Um, should the should the state government be be sending every snowplow it possibly get it get its hands on and all the other big trucks that you talked about? Um, I mean, should Newsom be taking extreme action here? Maybe the National Guard would any of that be effective? I I think if Newsom uh, got involved and sent the National Guard, that would be a huge, massive improvement. Because look, they're saying it's going to take ten days. Some of these people don't have 10 days. You know, in Crestline, they don't have any any power. They haven't for a couple of days. We've been fortunate where we are. If you run out of power, what are you going to do? Heat your house with wood? Well, what if your wood pile's covered with 10 feet of snow? You know, and if you go outside and you try to walk through that and you're an elderly person, you may not ever make it back inside. So there's, there's life and death situations yeah. that people are facing. So I would say to Governor Newsom, Get off your fat, you know what, and do something because you, these. Look, I know this is not Ukraine, but I'm sure there's some Ukrainians up here. <laughs> you know, maybe Biden could send some relief. I don't know. We'll take it from anybody well, who will give it. Let, let me ask but, you: since you were on the inside of government for a little while, what would keep Newsom from doing that? Uh, getting the National Guard, getting all the heavy equipment in there, and providing all the emergency supplies. I mean, he'd only look like the good guy if he did this. Who's going to criticize it? Well, I think the problem starts with the fact that this is a very staunchly conservative district so that people don't have a great relationship with Newsom. You know, politics has been, you know, a little bit of a blood sport lately. Maybe you guys noticed. Um, so, But he's that, not going to let Wait, wait, wait. He's not going to let them die, though. No, no. I, I don't think he knows. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of emergencies. There's flooding all over the state. But if Newsom heard this, I would say, dude, here's a great chance to be a hero. Come in here, get the National Guard, move the red tape out of the way. We, this mountain is closed down. I, I mean, you can't get up here, even if you live here at, at times. And then they, they were doing escorts, and then we had more snow. We've had snow up until about an hour ago. So it, it, there's so much of it that it is it is making movement impossible so you, you you've got people who are not going to have food they're going to run out of heat when the power goes out they're they're you know there's people i know the that the uh, law enforcement has gotten a number of people who needed oxygen or kidney dialysis you know out of here but you know even even for them to get through right now is a major ordeal they're riding around in snow caps now, did you say a roof collapsed on one of the grocery stores or something? So the way we get our information up here is through word yeah. of mouth. And the word of mouth hits the grocery store. My wife, who works there, told me that Jensen's, uh, which is in Blue Jay. And, John, you got a, you got a place up here still, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going yeah. to Jensen's all the time. Sure. Well, Jensen's has a big, flat roof. And, and it's collapsed before when we've had this much snow, but we've never had this much. We had five feet once a couple, you know, 10 years ago, and their roof collapsed. Um, but uh, the Ace Hardware in Crestline, I heard that their roof collapsed. So because of that, I had my son, Daniel, up on the roof, 25-year-old, you know, shove, shoveled off the entire roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's crazy. Did, I, the, did yeah, the Jensen's yeah. roof collapse or no? That's, that's what we've heard. Yeah, pe that's how we're getting our information. People are yeah, coming in and telling you what's happening. I know there's no there's no real n news outlet up there. No, but I'll tell you what. I asked a gas station clerk 
which hot, which road was open to get home because I had no good choices and he gave me the best choice. And I couldn't find that anywhere, not on Caltrans, Twitter, not on CHP's website or Facebook. So that's, we are kind of independent up here. We're not used to asking for help, but I think right now, you know, people need help. They need prayers, but mostly we need dump trucks and bulldozers to take the snow away and start, uh, you know, getting people dug out. All right, Tim. Well, keep us up to date. Good luck to you. I hope it uh, works out better. Hey, we're we're doing great, but Godspeed to everybody else out there, and thanks for covering this, guys. All right, that is Tim Donnelly, former state assembly member and, of course, candidate for governor. He lives up in the uh, Arrowhead area, Twin Peaks, and, of course, he's telling us about their ordeal with the heavy snows. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, if you're going through any ordeal up there in the San Bernardino Mountain communities, uh, we'll take your calls, 1-800-520-1534. We heard from some people earlier who are having their problems getting supplies. And, of course, this has become a more urgent situation, as we found out. They don't think it's going to take a week before they can adequately plow the roads up there. And you heard Tim Donnelly describing what it's like trying to drive around. Somebody coming in the other direction could present a real problem in terms of trying to find access to places. I, I, to- I can't even fathom nine feet of snow. And, and then... What he was talking about is is you try to scoop up some of it, right? And then you create these 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 uh, these berms on the side of the road, right? They they pile That's up right. like That's mountains. what happens, yes. Sure. I and have it's seen some, that in other places. You yeah. can't pile it any higher. I mean, you you have to get God, I remember as a kid in Jersey we'd have big snowstorms and, and like what they would like what they would do with shopping mall parking lots, they would they would they would push all the snow in the area into a shopping mall parking lot, one of those big sprawling ones, right? And yeah. they would just keep pushing it and pushing it and creating this huge snow mountain. Yeah, kids would go play on those. Which would last for months, yeah. And I remember that. I remember all the kids would run in the parking lot and play on the big snow berm. But, but you need some open space for that, and they don't – there isn't any up there. There isn't. And – he um, said if you could find a ditch, you can't even find ditches, right? Because everything the road is just so – all the sides of the road is all buried in snow. Right. So so, so they need like really heavy equipment. They really need a lot of bulldozers and snow plows and dump trucks. And I can't think where else you get them except the National Guard. You need you need a military response here. And the only one who can facilitate that is, is Gavin Newsom. And and I don't know if, if he knew about this, like if you were governor, well, why doesn't the go- San Bernardino Board of Supervisors ask for that? That's usually how it works. I they don't declare an emergency, which they did. The next thing they do is they ask for state help like that. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, you heard that uh, woman. What was your name? Roe, I think her last name was the supervisor. And uh, Blake Trolley asked and she goes, well, you know, we have contacted the governor's office and they, they are they are accessible. They are they are listening. I say what? There was no sense of urgency. No, there was this whole idea where you have to go through the procedure, make sure everything is lined up and, and it's available and blah, blah, blah. And, wow. And the government like talking, talking bureaucracy. And- uh, let's go to Pat. She just got off the mountain, but her family is still there. Pat, what's going on? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Oh, Pat. Yes. A male. Go ahead. I'm a man. Yeah. Not the other Pat. Yeah. I, um, I just wanted to comment on one of your previous, I think it was Donnelly was up there. He was talking about a, uh, collapse and it was actually Goodwin's market, which is in Lake Gregory. And, it's um, really the only main grocery store in that area, which, uh, this isn't being talked about, but this is going to be a major issue. The entire roof collapsed today. 
And the, the people of that community in Crestland and Lake Gregory depend on that place for food. They are not able to get down the mountain. They're not get, able to get up to Lake Arrowhead. So there's going to be a major, major issue that's going to occur beyond just getting snow removed. I mean, getting resources and food to people. Um, the whole place is a disaster. I've lived there my whole life. I am 47 years old. I've never seen it like this. The county has completely dropped the ball on this entire thing. The declaration of this uh, emergency was three days too late, but really all it was is semantics because nothing has changed, nothing has happened. We haven't seen snow plows in days. Um, it's just, it's, a, it's really a disaster. There are people trapped in homes everywhere in my neighborhood, elderly people who can't get out. My in-laws live in VOE, which is in Crestline area. Uh, they have not even seen a plow, one snowplow come through this entire series of storms. They have five feet in their street. Um, they have enough food right now, but they're out of water. Thank God. I'm sorry, out of um, uh, electricity. Thank God they have a generator, but a lot of people don't. I live in Lake Arrowhead. We're fortunate. We still have not lost power. Um, I had to come down to work. I'm a firefighter in the Atlanta Fire, but my kids and my wife are still up there dealing with my house right now. And um, it's just, uh, I've never seen anything like it before. I'm really disappointed in the response of the, the county. Uh, the state does need to get involved. It's going to require, um, you know, they got to treat this like a major disaster area. They need to bring in resources. They need to canvas the communities and find out who needs anything, who needs what. Uh, there's no, there's really no, seems like no plan or organization going on at all that at least is getting communicated to the community. Right. Well, part of the problem is, too, you just don't have a local government. You just have a San Bernardino County supervisor for this region. And Dawn Rowe, that's her name. You're right, Dawn Rowe. She's new to our mountain community as far as a supervisor. She just took the position recently. But, you know, I've seen her on the news or whatever once or twice. But aside from that, there's no – I know she took a flight and helicopter over, but everybody's talked about that. But there's no boots on the ground. She should be in a snowcat with the community, with the fire department, assessing the damage, boots on the ground, really seeing what the community is dealing with. But there's nobody doing that. So the, the story and the message isn't getting sent to the right stakeholders who can make decisions to actually come in and do something for us. Well, I mean, it's it's not complicated. You need lots of heavy equipment to move the snow. That's it. In, That's order, it, in, order, in order to bring up supplies to yeah. everyone or, or let people out. I mean, I don't. 100%. I don't know what else there is to discuss. And to me, the only call nope, is is the governor. Correct. Yeah, that's that's it. If we we can't even get to assessing damage, assessing the homes that have been collapsed, uh, the people that need help who are trapped, until you can get access to them. And we need heavy equipment. There's not enough heavy equipment. Not enough heavy equipment operators. They're having fuel shortage issues. I've heard equipment's breaking down because it's getting overworked. There just wasn't enough of it. There wasn't enough plan ahead of time to get it done. All right, Pat, thank you very much for your call. One more quick question. Uh, You probably were tracking the forecast. How much snow did you think was coming based on the forecast you saw? I would say we were expecting, and, and, you know, you got to understand, like, the idea of us getting five or six feet, seven or eight feet of snow is really, like, that's a 30, 40-year storm. So when those numbers, which was before the actual snow started falling, we were seeing these numbers stacking up. We had warning. We had notice. It wasn't, this didn't just come out of nowhere. Um, you know, we were surprised to actually see that come to fruition, those actual numbers, but it, it was forecasted. And okay. there should have been some planning done ahead of time. All right. Thanks, Pat. All right. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. It's the John and Ken Show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640. <laughs> Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We have enough things going haywire. We don't need that. <laughs> doesn't take much to set you off, does it? Uh, yeah, and the Moist Line's coming back uh, day after tomorrow. 
We're collecting calls still using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. People leave messages directly that way. Or just call the old toll-free number. It's working despite all the weather. one 877 1-877-664-7886. Well, we updated you earlier in the show about the nomination of Eric Garcetti as ambassador to India. It's only been more than a year and a half, and that thing is still sitting there like a rotting carcass. The other nomination, which brings us back to local horrific Los Angeles County politics, concerns a man by the name of Phil Washington. He used to be the head of Metro in L.A. County, the dilapidated and horrific bus and subway system. He's currently the CEO of the Denver International Airport. And uh, this is another one of these people that, through political connections, gets appointments to keep going to feed at the public trough. Now, he's nominated by Biden to head the FAA. The FAA. Now, when we last saw him here in Los Angeles, he was running L.A. Metro. And his innovation was to carry all the homeless people, drug addicts and schizophrenics in the train cars all day, up and down and up and down. And, and never let's th- not forget a big proponent of congestion pricing. Yes. He's one of these people that wants to tax you if you drive your car. This was the idea about certain neighborhoods yeah. would have uh, higher prices Re- to enter during uh, peak hours. Remember my neighborhood? If I backed out of my driveway and started driving because my neighborhood's in a congestion zone, I would get taxed just right. for leaving my house. But this guy turned the L.A. metro system into this huge rolling insane asylum filled with crazed homeless people who sexually attack women who stab each other who who let pass let, light passengers on fire and then at the end of the day they finally kick them off and dump them all at the end of the line like in long beach they just let dozens and dozens of homeless out at one o'clock in the morning so the Senate Commerce Committee is looking at this nomination. It's also been stalled for quite a while. Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, raised some reservations. Here's some audio. The FAA needs a Senate-confirmed leader with decades of experience in aviation to make certain that the flying public is safe, the agency's primary obligation. This obligation is so important that Congress mandated that the FAA administrator must, quote, have experience in a field directly related to aviation. The nominee before us, Phil Washington, had a long and honorable career in the military. But he does not have any experience in aviation safety. This quite simply is a position he is not qualified for. I'm disappointed that the administration has chosen to treat a critical safety position, a position keeping our families safe. They've chosen to treat it as a patronage job. As a result of the White House playing politics with the, with the flying public safety, the FAA has lacked a Senate-confirmed leader for a year now. He has never flown a plane. He's never been a pilot. Most now, is F- that usually who runs the FAA? Are they usually, people who come the, from the airline kind of industry? Yeah, the- usually it's it's people, not all of them, but most of them have flown an airplane, which seems to me should be a requirement for understanding airline safety. That is the FAA's major job. Secondly, his, his L.A. Metro service 
<coughs> excuse me, was an absolute disaster. Complete disaster. There's no way to sugarcoat this. No. And on top of that, he was involved in the scandal with uh, Sheila Kuehl and her friend and that phony baloney sexual harassment hotline. He was signing off on the contracts to a rich enrich Kuehl's friend hundreds of thousands of dollars to run a sexual harassment hotline that nobody ever called. Remember that story? Which has disappeared. That's because it went to the Attorney General yes. of California who's That's killing right. it, right? That's right, because the Democratic left-wing Attorney General is covering up the investigation of the Democratic left-wing former county supervisor, Sheila Kuehl, and when you have one-party rule, you're not going to get any truth. But who was in the middle of that scandal was this guy, Phil Washington, who knew that there was something um, uh, that had run amok. Yeah, because the woman that was the whistleblower says that he just told her to pay it because, you know, it's a friend of Sheila Kuehl's or whatever. And, and he wanted to say in this call, this hotline's like, it ain't calls. He, so he, he's corrupt. He's incompetent. I mean, if you were running L.A. Metro, would you let the, uh, the, the train cars be filled with every maniac, every schizophrenic, every drug addict to ride all day long and scare all the normal people off? Would you do that? No, you wouldn't do that. But he did. Yeah. I uh, hope they shell this nomination hey, like Garcetti's. He's going to be in charge of my airline safety? I got to hope Phil Washington understands how planes work? Uh, when I'm when I'm 35,000 feet up in the air? Yeah, that's what Ted Cruz was saying. Some jobs should not be political patronage. They should not be just rewarding people who supported your candidacy. No. The head of the FAA is more important than that. You, you do that, uh, ambassador to India. You get some retread hack like Garcetti. Yeah, that's, that's what, a safer position. That's not going to cause a lot of harm. I mean, who cares who's ambassador to no, India? Because all they do is host cocktail parties. Garcetti would be good at that. Yeah, he would. No, he's, he's perfect. He's a perfect amb he likes ambassador. to dress up that's and right. walk around with a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Empty can. An empty can. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. We're on live from 1 until 4 after 4 o'clock. You go to the iHeartRadio app. We're on the podcast. You can hear that 24 hours a day. John and Ken On Demand, it's called. No excuse not to listen, so do that if you need to. A man was taken into custody today at an airport in Florida. He was trying to get on an Allegiant air flight, and he had an explosive device hidden in the lining of his check bag. Boy, this brings back old memories, doesn't it? Uh, his name is Mark Muffy from Lansford, Pennsylvania. He was about to get it on an Allegiant air flight from eastern Pennsylvania to Sanford, Florida, but the bad bag did trigger an alarm before being loaded onto the plane. They found a circular compound hidden in the lining of the baggage. He was paged over the airport security system, or public address system to come to the security desk. And minutes later, they showed him leaving the airport, but they caught up with him and arrested him. Kind of weird, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm glad that the, the uh, detection device worked. Uh, Mark, That's Muffy, right. this... Mark Muffy, please report to the Allegiant desk uh, your, your bomb. Uh, no. <laughs> your bomb has been found. Your bomb has been found. <laughs> Uh, now, the other story we got to finish with here is uh, the sad truth about being a taxpayer. Sometimes you're on the hook, even though you didn't do anything. L.A. County has agreed to pay the family of Kobe Bryant nearly $29 million. And this is because of the photos 
that were taken by several L.A. County Sheriff's is, deputies. Is, is this a little excessive? Well, the jury the jury awarded $15 million. I guess the rest is what, lawyers' fees? I don't know. I mean... I, I mean, is there no end to this? They're adding to the $15 million the jury already awarded to Vanessa Well, they, they added extra money to settle potential claims from her daughters. Oh, good So Lord. that $15 million just was for her, and then three of her daughters get another Oh, you're another right. In third. total, it's over $51 million in attorney's fees, costs, verdicts, and settlements. Oh, it's paid to all the families of this. It was not just the Bryan family that sued, too. Yeah, but I mean, Wow. Um, what did we do? Well, I, I mean, this, this, this was a horrible thing for the family members to go through. There's, there's no question, but, but $50 million of tax money that we have to pay when, uh, we, we had nothing to do with this. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why the sheriff's deputies aren't held a 100% responsible and whatever you can liquidate from them, you liquidate. But what what is it? What is it? Got Jail to, them? I don't care. But I mean, if, if some dumb clock doesn't know any better than to pass around photos of of chopped up bodies, I what what are we supposed to do? It should come from the cops' pensions. Yeah, yeah. Take it take it from the, the sheriff's uh, union. Because right, the theory here is, well, now you're going to make sure nobody ever does anything like this in the future. Because, because what? Because what? taxpayers $30 million it, now? It doesn't come down on the deputies. It's not going to stop these things from happening in the future. Of course, they'll happen in the future. I uh, just... Uh, they believe now that they have resolved all of the issues involving well, any claims, you're right, by the Bryant children and other costs. $50 million usually resolves anything. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. I know Vanessa Bryant was very upset over this, but wow. Yeah, and I understand why. This is this is not a, a, a knock on anybody in these families, but man, I, I just I just think that the perpetrators ought to be punished properly. I mean, you could you throw these guys in jail, you know, uh, sell their houses and cars. And this doesn't assure that the photos aren't going to appear somewhere oh, someday. No, they're, they're out there. On the yeah, because the, the sheriff Ian Aueva says he had them delete them from their phones, but oh, really, but you know how many how many times those were forwarded? It was apparently already Uploaded. one of the deputies went to a bar and started showing everybody. Yeah, look what I got. This is just uh, amazing what boneheads live amongst us. No, I know, and that's the problem. It's well, it, tough enough that we have people that work for the government and they're often well, you, lazy and incompetent. But now on yeah. top of this, we're responsible for uh, their actions financially. Human beings suck. They really suck. I mean, look, look what's happening today. You think the governor, he's got to be aware of what's going on in the mountains. There, there I would sh- think so. There should already be a convoy of National Guardsmen and all the heavy equipment that's necessary. All the bulldozers, the snowplows. The dump trucks, what I, you know, I, I don't even know what to call all the trucks and the mechanical devices that you need for something like this. I'm not oriented that way. But, uh, you know, I know it when I see it. And you know they're sitting in warehouses somewhere, and you know they got to have this stuff in, in, in other uh, counties. Well, it's like we said, yeah, up in Tahoe, they've been blasted with even more snow than this, but they've already figured out a way to plow through to get the ski resorts open. There should be a caravan coming in from the Rocky Mountain states. How about the, the National Guard? You, you, you know, B- Biden should be aware of this and, and send whatever FEMA assistance here. Oh, 
I, I, I mean, I, I think the real problem is they don't have any local government and there's nobody screaming for them except one supervisor who, yeah. you know. And she looked completely defeated this morning, Dawn Rowe. Dawn Rowe. Uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now. Yes, we talked about that last night on the show. And, and uh, you know, there could be an airlift. You can airlift equipment and, and supplies into Big Bear. It's very. It's a very simple flight from any of the airports here in L.A. Yeah, I would think. Uh, yeah, but the then middle, they have to get to the Big Bear supplies wherever you're dropping. Them, right, but the you could you could airlift tractors and big heavy equipment up there and oh, and the and wipe those roads out in two days. If I was in charge of it, two days. See, every normal person knows what has to be done. The, <laughs> the problem is though that there's so much snow, there's nowhere to put it. You yeah, know, I know. Um, because you can't pile it in somebody's yard because then they can't get out. So there's nowhere to really put all this crap. It's 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 a mess up there. And and I was listening to you guys. I can't believe that. Well, I can because you guys said it. But another seven to ten days uh, with with a lot of those roads are there's, still going to be. There's got to be people are going to run out of food, uh, and uh, run out of medicine. Thousands, thousands. And, and and I think I forgot. Maybe Tim Donnelly said this. You, know, you have an elderly person leave the house. They fall. They'll freeze to death. Oh yeah. You know they won't be found until May. There are a bunch of cars that are along the highway, and they're not sure that there's nobody in and and all those cars. It's a mess. It's it's a catastrophe going on up there, and it's and it's the silent one. Nobody nobody is uh you know as you guys said, there's nobody representing them. No, you know, there's nobody. 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 I get they get. I don't, I don't, it's a weird situation. I mean, uh, I don't know how you get those uh, that crew any help. Uh, also, the uh, Yosemite National Park is closed uh, just because of 15 feet of snow. <laughs> That's pretty big. And uh, Tesla is going to build a new factory in northern Mexico. Uh, so uh, that'll be right uh, next door. And JetBlue, a near collision with Learjet. So there's a lot of things going on outside of <laughs> this snow. But I've never been so cold in the valley as I was today. It's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't just, know what it is. Just walking from the parking garage to the front door. Yes, exactly like, right. I never felt because the wind was blowing. Yep, and it just it just goes right to your bones. Eats you alive. And then uh, I I was asked to MC an event today. Twelve LAPD cops retired all in one event, all in one day. It's never happened before. Is that right? Yeah. Now, everybody's getting out. Everybody in Van Nuys. the police. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's if, uh, if you want to speed, that's your area to zip through now. Ding <laughs> dong. No, they're all gone. All right. Conway's coming. All right. Come Ding on. Dong. And uh, Michael Crozier has the that's news. That's right. Live in, in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.